In September 1780, a ragtag group of backwoodsmen from what is today North Carolina, South Carolina, Tennessee, and Virginia assembled to begin a journey to defend their homes and belief in liberty. They met their destiny at Kings Mountain, and this is their story. The Mitchell County Historical Society presents Footsteps for Freedom, The Road to Kings Mountain, Episode 16, The Summer of 1780 Campaign, Part 2. In the summer of 1780, war raged in the backcountry of South Carolina. It was truly America's first civil war, as most men on both sides had never been to Great Britain, which meant it was American fighting American, and the style of battle between them was particularly brutal and gruesome. It was a trait that their descendants would emulate some 80 years later. Last time, we discussed the battles of Thickety Fort and Wofford's Ironworks, Today's battle was a tipping point of sorts, leading Patrick Ferguson to make a declaration that angered the backcountry woodsmen and lead them to form up into militia to deal with him. But first, we have today's contest between the Loyalists and the Patriots. One of the pivotal battles of the summer of 1780 took place at Musgrove's Mill, located south of present-day Spartanburg, South Carolina. On the evening of August 18, 1780, 200 Patriots under the command of Colonels Isaac Shelby, James Williams, and Elijah Clark raided a Loyalist camp at the mill. Over Mountain Men units from Burke County, North Carolina, and the Watauga settlements in Washington and Sullivan counties of future Tennessee joined with militia from South Carolina and Georgia in conducting this raid. Musgrove's Mill was a strategic location that controlled the local grain supply, plus it provided cover for the Loyalists to guard a ford of the Ennery River that was vital to troop movement in the backcountry of South Carolina. To the Patriots' surprise, they discovered that the Loyalist camp of 200 that they were told was guarding the mill had been reinforced by 100 more militia and also by 200 additional provincial regulars who were on their way to meet up with Patrick Ferguson's force. In other words, they were outnumbered two to one. Plus, their horses were unable to go into battle without rest. They had to stand and fight where they were after they were discovered by a Loyalist patrol. Using guerrilla tactics, 20 men crossed the Ennery River and, faking confusion in their lines, drew the Loyalists back to the Patriot line. The Tories spotted their Patriot adversaries and commenced the battle by shooting first, but they were out of range of the Patriots. The backwoodsmen held their fire until the Loyalists moved into the killing range of their muskets. They then opened up with a deadly volley on the pro-British troops, but the Loyalists kept coming and presented a bayonet charge, almost overwhelming the Patriot right flank. The backwoodsmen had no bayonets available for use. Then Isaac Shelby brought his troops into the battle, having them yell with Indian war cries. This slowed the Loyalist advance, with several of their officers being wounded, and that caused their lines to break. The whole battle was over within an hour. Sixty-three of the Loyalist forces were killed, an unknown number were wounded, and seventy were taken prisoner, being marched to Salem, North Carolina after the conflict ended. The Patriots lost four killed and twelve soldiers were wounded. After learning of a Patriot defeat at Camden, South Carolina, the Overmountain men then fled across the hills back to the Watauga settlements with Patrick Ferguson's army in hot pursuit. Ferguson failed in his quest to catch up with these forces, and it enraged him. 
The other mountain men reached Sycamore Shoals near present-day Elizabethan, where they regrouped and awaited Ferguson's next move. It would come shortly. Special thanks goes to Jonathan Bennett for his assistance in these last two episodes. Footsteps for Freedom, The Road to Kings Mountain is a production of the Mitchell County Historical Society, a nonprofit organization committed to the preservation of the history, heritage, and culture of Mitchell County. Today's program was written, narrated, and produced by David Biddicks. Special thanks goes to WTOE Radio in Spruce Pine, 1470 on the AM dial, and WKYK Radio in Burnsville, 940 on the AM dial, for airing our program. You can also download episodes through Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and other podcasting software. Learn more at mitchellnchistory.org forward slash OVM. The Mitchell County Historical Society offices are located in the historic Mitchell County Courthouse in Bakersville. We'd love to have you become a member of our society. You can learn more about us on the web at mitchellnchistory.org. There, you can also see show notes about today's episode, links to online resources about the Battle of Kings Mountain and those involved in it, and much more about Mitchell County's history and heritage. You can also visit us on Facebook. Join us next time as we continue the journey to Patrick Ferguson and the famous battle atop Kings Mountain. <laughs>